Flashback Fridays on 630 Chad. 710 now on this flashback Friday, flashing back to 2001. If you're thinking, oh, those songs sound a little familiar to me, it wasn't that long ago. It, well, it was 20 years ago, which is you, you got to be pretty happy, Chelsea. You got to be pretty happy because this is the first time in about three weeks of flashback Fridays that you were actually alive. <laughs> Yeah, you know, but it's almost it's almost harder to flash back to the years that you lived through because, it, like, my, for me, my memories are kind of, like, blurry around that time period. You could tell me several years from, like, the 2000s, and I feel like it wasn't that long ago. So you actually have to really yeah. think about, like, what, what were you doing? What did life look like? And, Chad Nation, that's what I want you to do is send in a text. You know the number, 780-496-0063. What did your life look like? What were you doing? For me, um, I was 13. I was in grade 8. And I remember that specifically because I remember that it was when 9-11 happened. And I remember having that conversation yeah. in my grade 8 classroom about what was going on in the world. But to kind of take a, take a trip back, the music for sure that we just heard, that really brings me back. Thinking about you know the, the pop culture that we were all paying attention to, who, who was big, <laughs> who, who was making a big splash. Um, that's, that's kind of what helps bring me back to that time period. But Morley, for you, 20 years ago, when we say 2001, are you kind of the same as me where you think that just happened? Yeah, it is. It, it feels like last week to me a little bit. All of the 2000s do, really, because I'm so old. But, uh, you know, I was 20 years younger back then, and, and I was doing a different job. I was working for the Oilers at that time, doing their games, and uh, traveling all over the place. And, uh, I, you know, 2001, to me, the only memory, really, that, that stands out is 9-11, uh, is, uh, right? That's, yeah. that's the biggest thing. That's, you know, that's an, one of the events in our lifetime that everyone remembers where they were and what they were doing when it happened. You say I you remember. were old then? Did you uh, say you're yeah. old then? <laughs> wow. I was, I'm, old. I'm old now. I'm old then. I'm always old. Well, I was, I was old then, and I'm 20 years older now. So Come on, Randy. Randy, what were you doing uh, in 2001? Where were you working? You know, it's funny that Morley and I talked about this yesterday, in fact, didn't yep. we, Morley? Yeah, we um, did. I was working for the local organizing committee for the 2001 World Championships in Athletics. I was the media relations person. I was handling, helping to handle about 2,500 media that showed up here for that those track and field uh, events, and it was crazy, crazy busy, and I'm not making this up. I uh, started a contract there in early February, uh, finished up the middle of August, and uh, without a word of a lie, I was working 18 to 20 hours a day. Oh. Yeah, seriously, for those five six months, and uh, when the when the championships were over, which and they were fantastic, I was exhausted. I really truly was. But what a thrill to be able to be involved in those championships, and that's my memory from 2001. A lot of it's quite a blur. I mean, I lived track and field for yeah, basically six months. Yep. 
Wow, yeah, I remember that's we, what a grind. We did, uh, the station pretty much did all of their shows almost all uh, for the two-week stretch. They, they did. From Commonwealth yep. Stadium. We did. Almost all the shows. I remember working and, and, and broadcasting shows uh, that week as I was as I was doing some freelance stuff for Chad. Yep. And, and we did shows right through right from right from nine to, um, in the morning to 11 at night all coming from commonwealth stadium as the as the track and field championships uh, no championships in athletics they could recall right? that was that's exactly and, right and, and they played out uh, over that stretch and and we basically were, were broadcasting you know 10 hours a day from commonwealth stadium and morley and i honestly we crossed paths probably a couple times every day at the stadium yeah yep, a nod and a wink and off we go to doing whatever we're doing as we walk past <laughs> each other don't say a nod and a wink i nearly fell asleep almost every day out there there, but just because of these exhaustion. Yeah, I mean, I would think working working 18-hour days, or that sounds crazy. It was. Okay. It, it was such a thrill, but it was really nuts. It really was. I, I could never do it now. Couldn't do it now, but it was fun then. I mean, I certainly can't relate to that. We were in different places in our lives <laughs> in 2001. I was in grade eight. I would not, I'm not even entering the workforce yet, not for a couple of years anyways. Yeah, you just keep rubbing it in. That's fine. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> but for me, it's it's all the pop culture kind of uh, goings on that really that, that take me back to that time. Survivor, the Australian Outback, that was yeah. the biggest show that everyone was watching. Friends, again, was huge. I know a lot of people are going to mention on the text line, and a lot of you already are, Ched Nation, uh, 9-11. That was the biggest news story that really stopped the world. We're going to get into that coming up next hour, uh, I think. But let's take a little look right now into what we were watching in terms of TV and movies. What was popular? Flashback Fridays on 630 Chad, 2001. My name is Jack McFarland. But for tonight, I want you to think of me as just Jack. Mark, you're not outgrowing me as a friend, are you? Chloe, I can never outgrow you. Other than vertically. Are you trying to bribe a pharmacist? No, no I'm paying in advance. Take your money! Nobody bribes a pharmacist! Get out! Right now! You tell me what you know, or I promise you this will become very unpleasant. Buffy Summers? Yeah? Hi! What? I need to speak with you. You're not from Bullocks, are you? Because I, I meant to pay for that lipstick. It's like the riddle of the Sphinx. Why are there so many great unmarried women and no great unmarried men? Apparently he's gotten really possessive of me. He won't talk to the new staff psychiatrist. Huh. Molly, I'm sure he's not that possessive. Get away from my doctor! He wants 50, we get 25. I don't understand. That's because I'm not talking to you. Who's 07? And what phone is he asking for Stringer to call him back? Good job. Yeah. He didn't like it. Thought it was fine. I thought it was a hell of a lot better than fine. It was good. It's outstanding. He blew the D section. Tell me, they're still in the feet here. Yeah, I said it was fine. He is Aragorn, son of Arathorn. You owe him your allegiance. Float like a butterfly, sing like a bee. Oh! Rumble, young man, rumble. Blimey, Harry, didn't you ever wonder where your mom and dad learned it all? You're a wizard, Harry. Wow, she sounds lovely. The truth is that I, I don't like people much. Tell me, Clarice, would you ever say to me, stop? If you loved me, you'd stop. I'm watching you, Wazowski. Always watching. The elevator won't move without authorized fingerprint identification. Which we can't fake. And vocal confirmation from both the security system within the Bellagio and the vault below. Which we won't get. King Kong ain't got shit on me! And now our proudest ships has been destroyed by an enemy we considered inferior. You don't! Oh, this is gonna be fun! We can stay up late, swapping manless stories, and in the morning, 
I'm making waffles. Flashing back to the year 2001 for Flashback Friday, a lot that is familiar in that uh, movie and montage pack. Uh, we heard Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone. The first one came out in 2001. The, you got the Lord of the Rings. Uh, we heard a little bit from uh, Pixar's Monsters, um, Shrek, and then, of course, the TV shows Sex and the City, uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, Scrubs, The Sopranos. Uh, there's a lot going on in 2001. Uh, I don't know about you, but that really, those those bring me back, hearing the pop culture kind of stories and, and movies and music and TV that we were all watching. Uh, lots of texts coming in here that I want to get to, and we will get to them. Uh, so keep them coming in, 780-496-0063, what your life looked like in 2001, 20 years ago, if you can believe that. Uh, but Morley, uh, we got to take a look at what happened in the world of sports. What was going on there? All right, let's do it. We will start with the two pro teams in 2001. Not a great year for the footballers. They did finish first in the West, but only had a 9-9 record, and they lost badly in the Western Final at home to the Calgary Stampeders by a score of 34-16. to The highlight of the year, though, was the play of two receivers. Outstanding seasons for Terry Vaughn and Ed Herbie. Both finished with over 1,400 yards and were 1-2 in league receiving yards. Calgary went on to win the Grey Cup over Winnipeg. Just the second time a team had won the Grey Cup with a losing record. They went 8-10 and 10 during the regular season. On the ice, well, it was a year of change for the Oilers. For the first time ever, Glenn Sather was not part of the team. He left in the summer of 2000 for the New York Rangers, and Kevin Lowe was in his first year as general manager. As he stepped up, Craig McTavish took over as head coach. The Oilers finished 39-28-12 and 12 that year, second in the division, sixth in the conference, and as they did every year in that era, it seemed they faced the Dallas Stars in the playoffs, losing in six games. 2001 was the first season for future captain Sean Horkoff. It was also the first year for Mike Comrie, who left the Kootenai Ice and signed with the Oilers. He picked up an assist in his first game January 10th, 2001. July 1st, 2001, a sad day for Oiler fans. Now it is Greer to Doug Wade at center. Wade in across the line. He's in alone. Shoot, scores! I was always so proud every time I put the jersey on and, and playing here. The memories for the great teams and, um, you know, even the teams I played with that we, we built something special together. And uh, there's a lot of things that go with that. The, the, the uh, core of the players, the, the management, the, the fans, it was just an incredible eight years for me. So it's, uh, it's always special to come back here. Canada Day 2001 saw the captain, Doug Waite, traded to the St. Louis Blues. Waite was a fan favorite and the best player of that era and one of the best Oilers all time. He is seventh all time in points, sixth all time in assists. The biggest sporting event in Edmonton in 2001, as we talked about, had nothing to do with hockey or football. It was track and field. The 2001 World Athletics Championships took place in August that year. A huge event in the world outside of Canada. It was massive. Estimated that 4 billion people in 200 countries watched part of the games from Edmonton that summer. Canada didn't win a medal, but Edmonton got a gold for a great hosting job. Chelsea. Wow. Okay. Thanks, Morley. 
Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance (laughs) recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.